Hello and welcome to a special edition of the In The Money Players podcast, another one of our mashups with our friends out at Santa Anita ahead of Cal Cup Day. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornital, back with you in the Brooklyn Bunker once again, excited to be going over this Cal Cup Day pick six with uh, with an array of guests. We may have a special guest popping in. We'll leave his uh, intro to, to when he shows up, but we'll start with a man I've had the pleasure of collaborating with a lot over the last couple of seasons and have to say he's done pretty darn well when he's on these shows and we, we've gotten a lot of good feedback. You know him as uh, basically uh, one of the guys in charge there in the suites at Santa Anita. He's also a key cog in the marketing department, radio star, Jeff Chappie Chapman. Chappie, what's up? What's happening? Uh, having a good day. It's. I was just complaining to you guys before the show that it was cold here and it was actually 63 degrees so uh Ooh. yeah <laughs> a little bit to spoil but in the shade it can get cold in california i'm telling you but it should be a great weekend looking forward to it buddy i always laugh when i see my, my friend gary fenton of little red feather and uh, the california horseman it'll be a day as if you're describing and and he's got a parka and a parka on top of the parka and three hats and a scarf and he looks ready for the, the expedition to the north pole you californians crack us east coasters up and speaking of east coasters we're going to bring in a man who uh, i've had the pleasure of working with for a long time uh, back in the day at the place we affectionately call the place with the letters DRF. And we have been absolutely blessed the past few seasons to have him covering Southern California day in and day out over at InTheMoneyPodcast.com. They don't get much better than Dean Kepler. Dean, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Pete. How are you today? Things are good, man. We're really here. Not as warm in Southern California, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, we're making the best of it. <laughs> I've got my tomorrow all planned out. We're in the money is actually involved in um, we're, we're like a minor sponsor of the MLK weekend races at Meadowlands. So we're going to go roll out there. It's going to be like the old days, the old days in New York. You remember this, Dean? You couldn't bet full card California. It would like yeah. only come on at a certain point. So I used to take on a big California day. I would take the bus solo out to the Meadowlands and sit there and bet full card California. Tomorrow I'll be out there for the Cal Cup. We've got to have the, the, the football on TV and, of course, nice. uh, the local action as well. It should be a ton of fun. I'm looking at you guys to help me suss out this pick six. My reactions uh, on first view, not terribly creative. Let's see if we can't uh, uh, get some juice in some of these prices here. I know there's been some chaotic results out there, some examples of short field, long price. We'll see how it plays out tomorrow. The pick six that we're going to start with starts at Five Eastern, so that's two local time. We got all these terrific Cal Cup races, including this uh, California Chrome Cal Cup Derby. It's just a field of five, but to me, anyway, Chappie, this looks like a classic case of uh, short on numbers, long on talent for for this uh, for this Cal bred uh, condition going the mile and a sixteenth on the dirt. What numbers do you need to start off this pick six? Yeah, this was. Um... You know, what, four of them ran against each other the last time. Um, yeah, I can't get too creative here to start. By the way, the pick six just ended for Friday, and one ticket took it down for oh, wow. 75 grand. So there were several horses carrying it over, and Johnny Drama won the last, and someone <laughs> took down the whole pool for 75 grand. So uh, we were hoping for a carryover going in today, but 
Um, yeah, this first leg, I, I'm going to probably, I hate to use the, the all but one button, but, uh, you know, dangerous. one, two, three. Yeah. Very dangerous. Uh, the, I can't separate too much from, from the one, two, three, five. I, my top plate was the five just cause kind of the unknown horse coming in from up North running against open company nine to five in the morning line. I'm not, I'm not getting too creative. I don't know if Dean has a better idea in this race than I do, but uh, to start it off, you know, I hate to spread a little bit in a five horse field, but they all kind of look like they're right together to me. Five, one, two, three, it sounds like is something like that is yeah. uh, the order for Chappie. Dean, how about Chappie's question? Do you have anything a little bit more creative than that for us here? Uh, unfortunately, I don't. I use the same three numbers here, uh, one, three, five, in that order. Uh, last call, London, you know, beat a bunch of these last time. Not, you know, time in the race wasn't great, but he came back with a nice work since then. So uh, nice five, you know, five furlong drill on January 6th, best of 27, indicating that your mains razor sharp. So, you know, he's a must use, I think, from the rail. And, you know, stolen treasure coming back wasn't far behind him in that same race, as Chappie had mentioned. I think he's a must-use too, and then the five-nothing uh, creative there is, you know, as well. While Jules comes down with uh, three straight wins on the synthetic for a great barn, and uh, you know, like I said, I, uh, Chappie had mentioned as well. You hate to use a bunch in a five-horse field, but I'm going to go three deep here with one, three, five. All right, we do have our uh, the final member of our panel <laughs> coming in. He's it's no longer decked out for for the holidays. That that bit of organization has clearly happened. Since the last time we saw Eric, Skip, how are things, buddy? Oh, Pete, I'm so sorry, you guys. Sorry for being late. It's been a hectic day, and um, I had to get dressed up. We we got a special event tonight. Uh, not in a good special event, but anyways, I'm glad to join you. I'm sorry I'm late. No worries at all. I was worried from the color of your garb where you might be going with that. No, you're really yeah. not late. This is right. This is when I would have pulled you in anyway. We're talking about this fourth race at Santa Anita on Saturday that kicks off the pick six. And so far, the panel, you know, the the the, the verdict seems to be to, to spread a little bit. Uh, Chappie made a little bit of a case for Wild Jewels. Dean made a little bit of a case for Last Call London. That's probably where I would go just on the thought that maybe Last Call London mm -hmm. can uh, confirm the form. And I like the looks of that, that work the last day. I might be pressing that number a little bit. But, uh, but Skip, what do you have for us in, in, in this spot? You know, I thought it was a two-horse race. I thought it was inside-outside. It was Last Call London and Wild Jewels. And I'm going to single in here because I'm going to go a little bit deeper in a couple other races. But um, I didn't want to go too deep. I didn't want to double the ticket. And I decided to go with Wild Jewels. I think Wild Jewels is probably the fastest horse in the race. I know that Steve Speck was not happy with Catalino Martinez last race. He won that horse to go to the lead and Martinez kind of took hold and the horse kind of had its head like angled sideways a little bit. That horse wanted to go, you know, from the get go. Uh, it likes to win. It's won six out of uh, or four out of six. I think the horse is, is fast. If somebody decides to go from the inside, this horse doesn't have a problem taking hold. But what I made in my notes, this horse wants to beat you. Last race was very strange. Like I said, Steve Speck wanted the horse to go to the lead. Uh, they took back, and it made the lead turn it for home. And then the horse that got second came up and actually passed the horse. And the jock hit it left-handed and kind of drifted into this horse. 
and it got regained and it just went right back by. Uh, this horse wants to beat you. And with all that being said, I'm going to take a shot in singled wild jewels. It's nine to five. It's no secret. I think this horse could go wire to wire, sit right off and, and go by then. Thomas Spinoza chiming in in the comments, one of our regulars on our various shows, hoping that the Golden Gate shippers do well, including the horse that uh, Skip is singling to start off the pick six. Let's move to the second race in the sequence, leg B. We've got more stakes action. The Leanne Howard California Cup Oaks, 200,000 in the pot. We're going a mile on the turf. This time we have a field of nine. Skip, we're going to keep it with you. I'm going to go right back to the five horse, Sushi Sticks. Uh, I'm going to single here also. Um, I just really liked the way that this horse is coming around. This horse won nicely in its debut at Del Mar. Then they put it against Open Company and the Surfer Girl at Santa Anita. Had trouble. Uh, didn't really like the ride. And then the jock just kind of tied up at the end and finished way back. They brought it back against the boys in the Gold Rush Stakes up at Golden Gate. And uh, my buddy Mar Michael McCarthy trained it, and uh, he shipped it up there. The horse did not run bad. Look how slow they went. They went 24 and 1, 49 and 3, 114 and 3. And this horse was coming late. And I told you, it comes out of the same race as Wild Jewels. And when the horse on the inside kind of the jock hit it left handed, both of these horses drifted in front of Sushi Sticks. Sushi Sticks was making a nice move. I don't know if it would have got up and won, but it would have been a lot closer than that or length and a quarter or length. Yeah. So I think going back to the grass, I think this horse with Pratt jumping aboard, which I love, he's going to take hold like they did in the debut and he's going to make one run. And I think going back against the girls, going back to Calbreds, I think she's going to make one run and I think she'll get the job done here. I am with you, Skip. I'll just chime in and say that I think the, the way this race shapes up on paper, Sushi Sticks is going to take a lot of beating. I do love the jockey booking as well. And you might get a little, uh, you know, won't help you in the pick back because the fourth will have already gone. But a wild jewels running well would only make me feel better about the chances of Sushi Sticks in the fifth. Dean, let's bring you back in. Do you see our Sushi Sticks case or do you have some other ideas here in race number five? Yeah, believe it or not, guys, Sushi Sticks was my single here uh, in the pick six as well. I uh, just getting back to what Skip said that you know I really liked his debut. He gotten some. It was a quick opening split there, but the half mile was slow. He was pretty far back, made a nice nice move in the turn, got checked a little bit, was forced to steady, and just ran down that horse. And then uh, you know he had some excuse and a little bit overmatched in his last race. He's back on the sure. turf. He, he's back going a route and. You know, I'm going to actually single him here and uh, hope for the best. You never have to twist my arm too hard to uh, upgrade Mike McCarthy. Michael McCarthy runners either does such a good job out there in California. Well, Chappie, we've got three votes now for Sushi Sticks. Can we make it a chorus? Not a single for me. Uh, I'm actually going to go three deep in here. I'm going to, I'm going to use Sushi Sticks. And it's funny. I always watch Skip does the same thing. I always watch works uh, and it's difficult to watch a horse work uh, on dirt that's running on turf. And that, so I'm looking for maybe a horse that works really well. So the sushi six, one of the two last two works, I can't remember which one I usually make notes worked on the dirt and the, the, the work was so bad. It was hard to believe got outworked by 10 lengths by an okay horse. That's a complete throw. I'm because it's a, probably just a horse that doesn't like dirt. 
Both uh, horse on the dirt. Yep. Correct. But the, the other two horses I'm going to use are Asada Fries, who I think, um, you know, if you throw out the last race and still ran well, this horse is getting better. It's very tactical. Hernandez is riding well. I think this horse should get a great trip. And then the, the pride source I'm going to use is the six. And I, you can pronounce that more better than Recalcitrant. I can. Um, Recalcitrant. Yeah, exactly. Um, at 15 <laughs> to one, I did like the way this, one of the works uh, on XPTV, there doesn't seem to be a ton of speed in here. I know there's a couple horses that are stretching out, so you don't know. But I like how aggressive Detori is with some of these horses. Um, the, the turf has been playing a little bit better towards speed. And with such a huge price off of a layoff, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the six as my bomb in here. So four, five, six for me. Not crazy. I mean, I could see it. Recalcitrant, just such an unknown. Radham homebred. And uh, the Detori jockey booking, certainly eye-catching there. Race number six, we have another cowbred race, not a stake, but an allowance this time. We're going six and a half on the dirt. We've got a field of eight. Chappie, how about this one? Are you going to get skinny here or another one where you need a few? You know, I might I, – I went back and forth. I might, I might single here. Um, th there's This is another race with very little speed in the race. Um, so I'm going to take a shot with the five El Rey Dorado. Uh, I know the number's a little bit light, but this horse has ran three straight races since taking the blinkers off um, has really improved. And I think with not much speed in the race, this horse can take him gate to wire. If somebody decides to send, uh, you know, may maybe bags gold if Tatori gets, gets aggressive early, this horse can sit as well. So at three to one, you got to take a shot somewhere. I'm going to single L Ray Dorado here. I like it. The other horse you mentioned is the other one I think is kind of interesting from a pace point of view that bags gold uh, might be on looking at a pace map on time form us anyway, be able to sit in behind. But I was kind of thinking this was a race that was going to flow to the front. And I, I feel okay. Uh, even though on paper, as the morning line suggests, I think it's very competitive in terms of the numbers, but in terms of the way I see this race flowing, I don't mind that idea of, at, at all of trying to move on with the five and the seven. Dean, how about you? A very competitive race on paper. Uh, Chappie and I trying to take the pace angle here and narrow it down a bit. How do you see it? Yeah, I think that you know might be a little bit more pace than it originally looks here on paper, and that's why I went to uh, you know five to two. Minister Shane here makes the third start off the form cycle for Carla Gaines. And I just think if uh, this Gelby can run back to that number two back, um, it's going to be really tough in this spot. And, and I think uh, he can. Um, got an 89 buyer there, an 82 next time on the turf, runs back to the dirt here. Like I said, making the third start off the bench. And you know, I think it's going to be tough here. I think there's going to be a little bit of pace for him to run out more than may uh, meet the eye here. So my top pick is three with the seven five underneath. Okay, so so you see the seven and five, but you make a, a good case for the three. And it's interesting, on the pace map, for a horse that can close like Minister Shane, doesn't project to be too far back. Sometimes that can work, too. If they don't ding-dong, sometimes the closer can just get invited into the race when it's not that fast of a pace. So you definitely make a compelling case there for Minister Shane in the third start off the layoff. Skip, how about you? How do you see this one? You know, I, I like the three that you guys mentioned, but I'm going to – 
spread in this race. And this, I'm going to try to get creative and make something happen. I like two eight to one shots um, that you it. guys didn't mention. I'm going to start off with the four crypto ride. Uh, I like the trainer change. Leonard Powell's having a good meet. He always does. He does a really good job. Very patient with his horses. You know, the workout pattern isn't what I usually like, but there's four works since December 3rd. Um, I do think that there's going to be a little more pace than leads to believe. I think El Dorado, El Rey Dorado, like Chappie said, that's the one that looks like it's going to the front. But we also mentioned that DeTore gets a little aggressive with these horses. I think he's going to put pressure on the five. And since it's six and a half furlongs, I think Minister Shane's going to show a little more speed than usual. I think if they do do, do that, do do that, since it's going six and a half, I'm going to try to to maybe get Crypto Ride to maybe come and maybe tag him at the wire, or fly to the sky or fly the sky. Fly the sky is very interesting to me. This horse, Steve Naff's having a good meet. This horse has come out of some really good races. Um, you know, two back, it's a mile and a 16th at Del Mar, Tio Magico and El Potente. And then before that, Eastern Ocean, uh, Exaltation. This horse, I, I don't know if they could get up, but I'm going to try to get creative, like I said, and maybe try to get the four or six in here. But I will be going five deep with the three, four, five, six, and seven. All right, three. All right, that's the but the four and the six as potential horses to press and mix around within your vertical exotics. And we're talking pick six on the show, but we always encourage people: look, pick six isn't for everybody's uh, budget or uh, stomach level for risk. So if you can find a spot to to play a double or an exacto or heck with these horses, Skip's mentioning here, maybe even a win bet to get things going in the right direction on this Cal Cup day. We've got more Cal Cup Stakes action in race number seven, Sunshine Millions, Philly and Mare, Turf Sprint, presented by John Deere, Field of Eight going postward. We are uh, looking at six and a half down the hill. Skip, I know you like these downhill races. How do you see this one playing out? Pete, you know me too well. These are my favorite races on the card. I love that six and a half down the hill. And, you know, one thing that we always got to talk about and think about is horses, they usually love it or they hate it. So I always look for horses that have a win coming down the hill. So the one has definitely got to be on my ticket. This horse is one coming down the hill and ran second coming down the hill, three back. Um, Victor Espinosa jumps aboard this horse. Craig DeLossi, it likes coming down the hill, likes the grass. It's got 11 starts, three wins four seconds and a third coming on the grass. Uh, Rose Maddox definitely has to be on the ticket too. Pratt's aboard this for Steve Miotti. It has a couple wins coming down the hill. Chismosa is, I was going back and forth with this horse, um, but I got to use it. That last race, I know it was only, what, it was 10 days ago, 11 days ago. That race was very impressive. Uh, I know it's never won on the grass, but I got to put Chase Mosa on my ticket. Stan Scam looks like the, the right horse. Boy, that race at Del Mar going five furlongs, that was very, very impressive. Very good time, very good number. Will it react from that or will it keep marching forward? That's the question. And then the last one I'm going to use is Chancery Way on the outside. I love that outside draw coming down the hill especially with the horse that has speed. This horse is the quickest of the quick, and I think this horse has a big shot going wire to wire. So 
with all that being said, I'm going one, two, five, six, and eight. With, with as narrow as you've been, you can definitely afford to spread a little bit in that spot. I like your case for Chancery Way quite a bit. This is one looking at pace figures. I think the six and a half might really suit Jonathan Thomas, trainer that I, uh, I, I also trust implicitly has the right draw and might just be an okay price with so many logical ways to go in this spot. I'm not singling, but I did want to put in a, a, a cast a little bit of a vote for chance we weigh in this spot. Dean, how about you? Who do you like to get the money? Yeah, I came up pretty much the same horses. I was six, eight, two here at stay, uh, stay and scam exits, a, a nice five furlong turf romp at Del Mar, uh, two back on the six, six and a half furlong trip over this course was a nice second. It's come back with a really sharp main track, uh, best of 71, five furlong drill and 58 flat. This horse is super sharp right now. And you know, he's a must use and it'll be my top selection here. But I went 682 on my pick six ticket. Chappie, how about you? Where did you land? Uh, Dean and I are in the exact same boat here. I, I, I've got to narrow down at a couple legs. And I, I strongly considered singling Rose Maddox. Um, but I am going to go two six eight. I think stay and scam is just getting too good, and with that outside draw, Chancery Way is just too. I, I I can't leave that horse off the ticket. So two six eight for me as well. Yeah, for those that don't know, the way that that downhill plays out with that quick sort of right-hand turn, those horses breaking from the outside gates often find themselves in a more advantageous position early on in the race than horses that, that are drawn the rail. It's not like you can't win from the rail the same way, you know, it's not, uh, you can certainly win uh, from an outside post going, going two turns, but it's not necessarily where you want to be. And it does contribute. And I think part of the reason why we all have eights on our tickets, lots of consensus there. Sounds like a race where we, we will uh, win or lose together. Let's proceed as we've got some star power up next in the Don Valpredo Cal Cup Sprint Stakes. And this is the return to the races, the six furlong dirt race of a horse. I think we can only describe him at this point as one of the coolest horses in training. The return to the races of the chosen Vron. Not going to necessarily be easy. Some fast horses in here against him. But uh, does the chosen Vron add to the legend in this spot, uh, Skip? He does for me. This is, I got three singles on the card. Obviously this was a, a single also up uh, boy. He runs every time 19 starts, 14 wins. He wins on grass. He wins on dirt. He wins going long. He wins going short. He does it all. And uh, it's such a big, beautiful horse. And Eric Krulczak's done a wonderful job with him. You know, in the Breeders' Cup sprint, it didn't run that bad. And then it, they brought it right back, which I thought was a little too quick, but I'm not a trainer and El, Eric Krulljack knows what he's doing. And boy, was he right down at Del Mar, you know, in the Cary Grant and won very easily. The horse that it beat, Big City Lights, just came back and won a stakes race the other day. So I'm all over Chosen Drawn. Um, I love this horse. Yeah, I, I, I'll just chime in because I see little reason to disagree. There are cases to be made for others, but it feels to me like the Chosen Vron at this point just might have a form, figure, uh, and class edge. And I think, you know, he's the kind of horse who tends to make his own trip. Dean, is that how you see it? Are you, uh, are you with the chalk here, or is this a spot that we can get maybe a little creative? I'm going to try to get a little creative here. Just, just my thinking is if we can 
perhaps somehow beat our two to five morning line here. I think we're going to be able to create some value in this pick six. I'm just going to go with the, the other two horse for courses here. Uh, number four, Moose Mitchell and number five, Brick Guy Bride. They, they both love Santa Anita. I think Moose Mitchell is probably going to uh, fall into a nice stalking trip here. And the five's got some speed from the outside. So I'm, I'm hoping for uh, an upset here. And like I said, this will, if you can get an upset, which will be tough, but I think it's going to make some value here in this pick six. From a game theory point of view, what you're saying is absolutely right. Beating a horse like this when you've got reason to can pay big time dividends. Uh, I can't neither skip nor I can get off the chosen front. Dean betting the don't pass line uh, when it comes to the chosen run. How about you, Chappie? Are you with or against this big favorite? I would I would love to get creative here, but this is a free square. You know, I remember back on opening day when we had the last show with uh, JK, he made a case for Brickyard Ride. Well, Brickyard Ride actually ran better than I thought, but I think he's seen better days. Um, yeah. Moose Mitchell loves this track, but Chosen Braun is just a beast. And this is just at one to nine. I'll, I'll, I'll just eat the price and single. All right, let's move on to our last race. We close out with a stake, the Unusual Heat Turf Classic uh, presented by City National Bank. We're going a mile and an eighth here. Uh, always good to hear Unusual Heat, such a dominant sire for so many years out there in California. Here we have a field of 10 trying to get their share of this $200,000 purse. And Chappie, I'll ask you first the key question when it comes to this Cal Cup Day Pick 6. How are we going to get paid? This is the race where we might get paid on. Uh, I, I love Kings River Night. The horse has become very tough and uh, is a must use. Um, my topic actually is Bally's Charm, the three. You know, this horse has gotten really good. Uh, I think it's going to take it right to Kings River Night early and could take him gate to wire. I think this horse can sit if Kings River Nice goes with. This horse ran a terrific second to Easter, who would be one to five against this field last time out and barely got caught late. And I think this is the now horse at four to one. Um, if those two hook up, Kings River Knight and Bally's Charm, it's going to set up for Alligato, who's actually not big on winning, but this could fall right into Alligato's lap. I've always been a big fan of this horse, but the horse always runs his race. But uh, three deep for me, you know, I've, I've always been a big fan of a couple other horses, and I, I probably have room to spread here. So my Bs might be you know, Carmelita's man, who's been kind of a – old warrior that always runs his races well and uh I, I could make a case for none above the law maybe even catalina eddie the nine horse if you just draw a line through the dirt races so spreadsville here my a's would be three five and seven two one nine the numbers chappy number checked as the backup and you mentioned alligato and, and i have maybe what's bad news for you and also for tom in the comments here who's a big alligato fan this horse i thought i just Felt like the right spot today based on that pace scenario you were talking about, Chappie. I think this horse is going to have pace to run into and is is that kind of horse who I get it. People think, you know, maybe he gets close and, and feels like he's done enough sometimes. But I think the combination of a good pace 
and a mile and an eighth is going to see Alagato to very positive effect in this spot. I'll, I will definitely be pressing him. Not saying I'm going to single again, but the, the one that I definitely want sort of on record as my, uh, my my official pick in the race. Dean, how about you? Let's start with the favorite here with you. Is this a favorite in the form of Kings River Knight that is worth spending a lot of money and energy opposing, or, or are you more uh, in that one's direction? Yeah, Pete, I'm actually, you know, as, as, you know, looking at this race as one of the shorter morning line um, favorites on the card, I'm actually against him here. Uh, I'm going to try to beat him here in the last leg. I actually went 3-7-1 as my top choice. I just think he might be vulnerable at this mile and an eighth, and I think at two short odds, I think he's a play against for me. I'm going to try to beat him. Uh, like you said, uh, the seven Allegato looks like he's going to fall into a nice trip if there's a contested uh, pace between Bally's Charm. And, and the uh, aforementioned Kings River Knight. But the fact that the Alagado has settled for underneath honors in seven straight is a little disturbing to me. And I, I just don't have a whole lot of faith in him on the win end here. But like you said, the pace should should set up well for him. But I'm going to – my top is the three. Hopefully can shake loose here from the, the uh, five Kings River Knight. I liked his last race last time. Um, thought it was really sharp. And, you know, I, I'm going to go here with three, three, seven, one will be my top pitch, but I'm against the five. Uh, I'm going to try to beat him here in the last leg. Skip, how about you? How do you want to see this thing out? You know, my top play is Bally's Charm. Uh, like Chappie said, this horse has been very sharp. The last two races, uh, that Easter, Easter is a monster. Um, two back, it it won very nicely in a mile and 132. I think this horse is actually better going a little bit longer. You know, not just a mile, a mile and an eighth. It obviously has two wins out of three starts. Um, if they decide to go, if Kings River Knight decides to go, and even Catalina Eddie, Bally's Charm has showed in the past that it can rate a little bit. Um, so I love that fact. Uh, I like Alligato Pete with you. I just don't like, as Dean was saying, the two wins, five seconds, you know, I. Some of those horses, they're just not wind machines. They like running in packs. They want a horse in front of it to keep, you know, and it always looks like, oh, gosh, next time that horse is going to get up. I just, I've seen that too many times where they're just kind of hangers. They just want to run with a horse. So I'm I'm a little scared with that. I am against Kings River Knight. Uh, coming off the layoff, I know this horse is very good. It's won seven out of 13 dirt, grass, it's done it all, but I'm against it coming off the break. I'm also going to use none above the laws you guys had mentioned. The other one I want to use is Carmelita's man. This horse likes Santa Anita. It likes to win. And if they, they do get a little crazy up front with Bally's Charm, Kings River Knight, and Catalina Eddie, Carmelita's man's going to come running late. Um, so I got to throw him on my ticket too. So I'm one, two, three, seven. Uh, I, I'm leaving the five completely off the ticket. Bally's Charm, the top preference, though, for you there, Skip? Yes, Bally's Charm is a top preference with the seven being second and the one, and then uh, two would be a C, but I got to put the two. I'm just all against King River's Knight. I got three singles in this sequence, and I'm hoping that we could beat King's River Knight. All right, we'll see how it plays out. We got some uh, some important housekeeping discuss. Big weekend out there at Santa Anita. You guys have the Monday racing. What what do you got? Uh, I have it in front of me, Chappie, if you don't have it at the ready. But do you know, uh, are, are you aware of all the, the fun uh, promo stuff happening this weekend out there at the Great Race Place? 
Well, I should be, but uh, you. why don't you go ahead and refresh me? I know I'll, it's... Uh, I'll leave you through. The dollar day was what I was trying to tee you up for. I, I, yeah. I would be very I would be very excited about that. Dollar beers and sodas, $2 hot dogs. That's on Monday. Uh, first post, 12.30 on all... Well, Friday already happened. But Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, excellent stuff to pay attention to. The Coast to Coast Pick 5 is back. There's the All Turf Pick 3 to, to pay attention to. Um, there's, there's a giveaway this weekend, uh, a Cody's wish print. That's pretty cool. A Cal cup challenge, $500 handicapping contest to learn more about that. You can go to santaanita.com slash contest. And there's just so much stuff going on. Check it out on the website. Uh, lots of fun. I was thrilled this week to figure that there is one, there is a February weekend. I can uh, slide out of New York for a few days, very cheap flights from New York to Burbank, I will get to Santa Anita this meet. I always hate it, uh, and it doesn't you it doesn't happen often. But the pandemic, you know, uh, a meet where you miss Santa Anita, that's just no fun at all. So I'm psyched to be getting myself back out there. Uh, why don't you skip or Chappie tell us about your radio show? If there are people who are here from the In the Money Place and don't know about your regular uh, antics over there on 8:30, give them the scoop. Yeah, so it's uh, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time on am830.net or the Angels radio app. And then also you can go to Instagram Live or Facebook Live on TML AM830, at TML AM830. And we, we have guests on every week, handicap the races. We throw a little sports in there and we, we talk about it all. We have some fun and hopefully give us some winners. Either of you guys have a strong NFL fancy for the weekend? I like the Rams. I, I, I'm over the, you know, it is was this a Homer pick, Skip? Is this a Homer pick? I know about you and the Kings. So is it similar <laughs> with you and the Rams? You know, I just love the way that they're playing. And Sean McVay, uh, I love him as a coach. Stafford going back to Detroit. I know that Jared Goff has got a lot of animosity and he's a little upset the way that whole trade went down. I just love the way the Rams are playing this, uh, that, you know, they did a great in the draft this year. Their running back and that the rookie receiver, uh, what's Luka his name? Nakua. Uh, that guy, he's unbelievable. And, and Cup's been kind of injured, but he's healthy. They sat him out last week. I I, I love that, uh, the way they're playing. And, and I think getting three points, I think they could win the game. And if not, I think it would be within a field goal. So maybe buy that extra half point to get it to three and a half again. If they lose by three, you still win. <laughs> I like it. Dean, tell people where they can find more of your uh, work. Yeah, at uh, Kepp's Corner, uh, K-E-P-P-S-K-O-R-N-E-R, the daily analysis from uh, Santa Anita. Uh, Get on there. I, you know, do a full analysis on every live racing card and um, hope to get some new uh, followers on there. Plenty of winners for sure. That's Dean's Twitter handle he gave out. You can also find that stuff over at inthemoneypodcast.com. Well, this has been fun, team. We'll have to reconvene the panel soon. Let's hope we can take down this pick six and find a bunch of winners along the way. Just want to thank all you guys for taking a little time out of your uh, Friday evening to join us here on uh, the In The Money slash Santa Anita YouTube channels. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sorry again for being late. And Pete, I can't wait to see you in February. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right, boys. For Skip Baring, for Chappie, for Dean, I'm Peter Thomas Fornatal. May you win all your photos. <laughs>